What's up, world? You know what it is, Confessions of an Addict. My name is Marcus Griffin, and I am an addict. Day 16, discussing prior 15. I missed 15. Missing that, still still committed. Um, part of my first confession today is I did have a slip-up. Um, I used on Tuesday, and it was a setback. You know, setbacks move forward, though. It's interesting. I told my brother, I was like, I relapsed, which is funny because I'm guessing a relapse is like a, a week binging on getting high. I'm not sure. But, you know, with that, he's like, man, don't be so hard on yourself. And that message right there is simple, but so profound. I think we're all a little too hard on ourselves. And with being hard on ourselves, we don't take time to acknowledge the growth and how far we actually have come. Even if it's just you ain't did some fuck shit for an hour. Be appreciative of the hour you just had peace or what have you, or you did something right. You know, and that's what I'm all about. I'm all about appreciating each moment each day. It's interesting because for the first time, I'm actually committed to things. I'm committed to this podcast. I'm committed to getting bills paid down. I'm committed to just the thought of being a good person. I always hated that, like, oh, I'm a good person because I, I just look at it, we're human beings, most, most importantly. We do good things, we do bad things. You know, we're sinners, and at the same time, we're saved. And a friend of mine says, what does saved mean? Saved means that, you know, I don't like religion too much, but what I do believe, you know, if you go religion, yeah, Jesus died on the cross for our sins, which means there's, there's, mm, I don't want to sound ignorant, so I'm, I'm thinking this closely on how to put it, is, you know, there's always that doorway of repentance. I want to say doorway, but there's always that opening to come to God and talk and feel healed and feel saved, saved from what you're going through. You don't have to dig a deeper ditch. You know, you let that be and you get cleansed and you keep moving forward and keep changing and trying to rectify the mistakes you made or correct them. I don't know if rectify the word, you know, sometimes I use big words and I'll be asking people like, is that what I meant? Is that what that means? So please, if I, if I ain't saying it right, fine, tell me. Um, but with that being said, it is it, beautiful to see growth. I said that because I did, uh, you know, each each day gets better. And I said it as simple because I was helping my daughter with my homework. And the first day of helping her or getting her to do it, it was a it was a, a bit of a fight. Then she sat down, did it, did about, traced about two, three letters, maybe four or five, cried a little bit. I got upset. Then her noni comes in the room and she traces out the rest. You know what I mean? So first day was a bit of a fight. Second day or the next week or this week, try to make a deal with her. You shouldn't make deals with your kids, you know, but we do. We do as parents. We try to find the best solution without the the most crying, if that makes sense. You know, I try to make a deal like, hey, you can go to gym with daddy. If you don't, if you can go to gym with daddy or do your homework. I don't want to go to gym. I don't want to do homework. She's like, neither to both. Then either way, I was like, damn, the deal stuff's so about an hour later. I was like, all right, time to do your homework. I want to go to the gym. Nope, you fucked that up. I didn't say that to her, but that was in my head. You know, thinking that Denzel Washington shit while he was at the diner with uh, 
Damn, I forget the actor. Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Talking about you can get you some breakfast, get you some chow. He said no. Then later, all right, fine, I'll take something to eat. Nah, you fucked that up. You fucked up going to the gym. But we sit down and got a little easier. She's doing, you know, she's cooperating, doing the homework. And then yesterday, you know, I was just filling out her name on top of the pages and she comes over and starts doing it. And just that simple, those simple acts is just, that's how we should be as human beings. Like each day is going to get easier. You just got to believe that. And I believe that's the one thing I'm really restoring in myself is the belief that, you know what, no matter how bad it is or how good it is, there's always room for change. There's always going to be better days. Got to have faith in that. And the more that I'm keeping faith, the more that I know my higher power is speaking, you know, I'm putting out this podcast. I'm being more friendly at shows or what have you. And people are actually inviting me to come on shows. Granted, they ain't paying a motherfucker yet, but that's that too will soon come. I know this. And it's interesting. I was talking to a comedian outside and comedians. We talk jokes where we want where we stand in our career, whatever case may be. And, you know, he just says to me, do you have a manager? That's profound to me that he asked that. It's something that now I'm like, wow, that's part of the universe talking. You know, so when people are like, you know, God, this non God is a force. It's talking if you listen. Guarantee you, watch in a little while here. I'll have a manager. You know, I have a lot of things set up. And May 15th is that date where I'm going to have everything set up and lined up for myself and, you know, for that special someone. Everything's going to be lined up. I know a bill's going to be paid. Um, I'm going to go ahead here and submit to this festival. The deadline's August 30th. I'm going to make sure I get that in. I'm not promising anything. I'm not promising myself, so there won't be no letdown, but I'm taking steps instead of just talking about it. And I think that a lot of people do a lot of talking. And that's all it is. But I know with these actions I'm taking, it's all going to come together. Know that. Believe that. I mean, talking to addicts or whoever's struggling, believe that it, it's all going to come together. It can't last forever. You, there's no way you're going to put out positivity and do the right thing and you get shitted on still. You know, some people say, like, I do this, I do that, and I still... Yeah, there's something else you're not doing. And there's something else you want. Like, a lot of times, I think people just want it on their own timeline. I'm guilty of that. I want it already. A friend of mine I talked to on Tuesday, matter of fact, it might have, no, it was Wednesday, just yesterday, was saying, you'll get there. You know, when we get in discussion, I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? You'll get there. If I was, if I was, if I was to get there, I, was, I should already be there. You know? And it's because of my own fucked up actions that I'm not. So how's it say, who's to say I'm not going to fuck up again? But, you know, with that, it's like, you stop worrying about the fucking up again and just don't. You know, a teacher said, why are you so afraid to be successful? Not fail, but be successful. I know there's great things within me. I know it sounds crazy to some people to be like, it's like, if you talk greatness, you're being like ignorant or you're, you're, you're thinking outside of a box that just is not going to happen. But yet it's like, if I tell people, oh, I'm, I'm about to be a comedian. I'm going to be the next me. Because fuck it, like, oh, what you think you Kevin Hart? You as funny as D-Ray Davis. You as funny as Cor- Corey Holcomb. You as funny. Motherfucker, I'm as funny as me, goddammit. That's all I need to be as funny as. 
So I'm trying to tell you people that's, that's struggling. Be as great as you. That's who the fuck you ought to be as great as. Because you're fucking great. We're all great. We all have gifts. You know, that's one thing I want to tell my daughter. I'm not one of those parents that you could do anything. No. You're going to try everything. And you're going to be great at one thing. Because we've all been given talents. Now, you may be good at a lot of various things. You know, I have a friend of mine. Anything he's seen me pick up. He's, he's great at. You know. But... There may be a disconnect of what he really finds is what his true passion is. And that's the one thing we all need to find our true passion. We need to be good at a lot of things. What are you passionate about? You know, and I'm passionate about this comedy stuff. You can't tell me this ain't going to happen. It's just the work I got to put in. And I'm seeing the change. You know, my girlfriend bought me a journal for my birthday. I don't like writing. Like a lot of the comedy I do... I just think of an idea, I think of something that happened that day and I let it manifest, I internalize it, I hit the stage with it. But she bought the books, so I said, you know what, let me, let me get to writing. First day, okay, maybe a little bullshit joke. Second day, don't really fuck with it. Third day, pick it up again. And that first day I pick it up, there's little, you know, positive reinforcements. The love she has, us together, there's gonna be some days that suck, you know, live out your dreams, all that. Little reassurances right there. Because I know I'm weak. I look for reassurance every day. I'll be like, hey, am, am, am I good looking? I'm, 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 I'm superficial. I'm vain. Like, I need that. But then I don't need that. That's something you got to know within yourself. We don't need people to pick us up. We need ourselves to pick us up. There's great in all of us. You know. But as I say that, I'll just go to say that the more and more I start writing, the more and easier it's becoming. The more other ideas are manifesting, the more everything's getting structured, the more the sets are getting more crisp and the punchlines are hitting harder. And that's how this shit got to go. You got to take that each step to know that that day might be shitty, but it ain't as shitty as yesterday. And that day that was shitty got better the next day. It's really a day-to-day thing. You know, like I said, I slipped up. I used on Tuesday, but okay. Fuck it, that was Tuesday. Wednesday, nothing. Thursday, nothing. Okay. You know, got to keep that consistency up. That's what it's all about. You know. Trying to think the other stuff that happened. We got a show tomorrow. I want to mention that show tomorrow. Hilltop Tavern. Anybody that I noticed in Napa Valley, which is no one. But hopefully somebody want to come out. So you could, you, I'm telling you, this shit going to manifest, man. That I'm going to land me a festival And I don't give a shit I'm being them type I'm saying it I'm speaking this shit into existence I'm being one of them prize pools Where everybody like first place second. I'm going to be there Word is bond It's going to happen You know So to everyone out there Live your dreams Continue to take it One day at a time Make each day better than the next Thank you for listening What's happening? Episode, we'll call this 19. I know I've, I've skipped days this week for my listeners out there. I've skipped. I don't think I've said anything. I tried to work on something Friday. I was interrupted. And yeah. So hopefully no interruptions today. It should be a good one. It should be a long one. Um, it's been what? It's Tuesday. So it's got four days to cover. And... With that, 
Let's get to it. I love my pauses. I think I'm going to say something really deep, and I hope that y'all hanging on like, what's he about to get into today? And I'll be like, what am I about to get into today? Word for the day is humility, though. Word for the day, action of the day, thought for the day is humility. It's something that I'm trying to understand, something I'm trying to work on, something that I'm trying to grasp. I don't know how to be humble. First and foremost, one of the reasons is because me being proud or boastful or um, the opposite, whatever the opposite of humble is, whatever the opposite of humility, it has worked for me. You know, um, I'm an athlete, first and foremost. That's what I started out. That's not who I am. That's what I did. I played ball. And I played ball like everything I do in life. I attack it with passion, anger, um, you know, Sometimes I envy, you know, envy that because when I was growing up playing ball, I didn't really have that father figure. I didn't have a father around to watch me play. I didn't have a father, you know, um, be there, get me coaching, do all that he can to make sure I was the best that I could be, you know. So when I saw people with these opportunities and these advantages, I wanted to embarrass them. You know, you see coaches, sons, I wanted to make them feel like shit when we play together that I didn't need any of that I didn't need no support I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm gonna show you I'm a bad motherfucker you know so this persona or facade I was putting out it overtook humility you know and just living with a chip on my shoulder to this day most likely I still live with a chip on my shoulder and you know so that chip has drove me. You know, I actually had a conversation with my mom. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, because our relationship is all over the place. You know, um, maybe I am bipolar. I have no idea. I just look at it. I'm me. Something makes me really angry. I'm going to be really angry. Something makes me really happy. I'm going to be overjoyed. Like, I don't do anything half-assed. You know, I go all in or I don't do it at all. Unfortunately, though, with that type of um, behavior, I've done a lot of not do it at all because I don't want to go all in. Scared of the results or scared that, you know, it may not work out. Scared maybe that I may be humbled. Maybe that is my biggest fear. I may be humbled that I've done everything and it didn't heed the result because either I'm not that good or there's something or someone out there better. So if you don't try at all, you just left with wonder. And, you know, I've talked to her. I said, you know, what, what, what is it to be humble? And first things first, she explained. Well, first things, you got to realize, can't do everything. You know, you cannot think that you can, you know, at some point, you can't, like for me, examples, like I want to be a father. I want to be a successful comedian. I want to have this podcast be successful. I want to be a writer. I want to be in a relationship. I want to love that person. I want to love my child. I want to provide. I want to do all these things. But it takes small steps and knowing that you can't do everything and knowing that if you get this one thing, it's going to take from that one thing. And if you spread yourself out, Everywhere, you, you know, you'll grow tired. You'll be thick. You'll, grow, you'll spread yourself thin, so to speak. You know, and with that be said, 
you know, over this past weekend that it that occurred, you know, I, I I gave up on the relationship that I had. I was tired, you know, and something about um, just something about like I, I'm sorry. I'm like, if I don't get what I want, what's the point of being in the shit? And when you're not getting met even halfway, at least my feelings, at least my thoughts, whatever the case may be, I had my blow up, my blowout. I was like, you're dead to me. Fuck you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I went all the way out. You know what I'm saying? 10 to 15 messages of, of what the fuck is the point of all this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't regret it. It needed to be that final, like, I, I just threw everything up. It needed to be that, like, I, I don't mind my outbursts. Because I'm looking for clarity in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I just kept throwing fits and not trying to change and not trying to do something different, then it's just a fit. My outburst, hey, it gave me clarity. I'm, I'm happier today. Will I miss this person? Hell yeah, I love him like a motherfucker. And like, as far as realizing you can't do everything, she is one person that I didn't realize I can't do these things. I didn't realize that... You know, and it's funny because I was telling mom, I'm a fucking intelligent person, but I acted stupidly with her. You know, love will have you stupid sometimes to where I thought, oh, you know what? I could get to my bills when I get to my bills, but I'm always going to make sure my woman's good. But at the same time, if that's your woman, she's going to make sure you're good, too, and take care of herself. And at the same time, help you get better. You know, we all have tactics. And that's the sad thing. We have tactics when it comes to relationships and as I'm, you know, being around other people and, and seeing other how relationships works, it shouldn't we shouldn't be so tactical in the way we want people to change or the way we want people to see us. It shouldn't come as if, you know what, this is a new angle or a new plan of action I'm going to take to get this person to do what I want them to do. You know, we should be rid of that shit. We should be able to, as people, do what we need to do and then come together to maintain a healthy relationship. You know, a lot of times you have um, people be consumed with that person holding on so tight that it's like, you know, I want to give them everything so they know that I'm here. Or people have that, I'm, I'm going to distance myself so they come closer and try to act like it shouldn't be that. This shit should be natural. Uh, avid, uh, uh, avid flow. I don't even know if avid is the right word. I think I heard that shit on a movie or something. But it should just be natural. You shouldn't feel like shit while you're going through something with somebody. Or you shouldn't feel like shit in relationship. Granted, things come up, yes. But there should be a way to work out um, the situation when it does come up. It shouldn't be one person handling everything while the other person is taking advantage of how the other person handles it. You know, it shouldn't be you figure you out. And I'll be over here waiting for you to figure you out. Me figure me out what the fuck I need you for then. Get the fuck on. Like, if you don't want to be part of the solution, and I'm not saying maybe you're part of the problem. I thought it in this sense because I'm like, I'm worried about you, stressed about you. I don't need to do that. You know, I need to say everything I need to say. But it was one of those things that final like, hey, fuck you, you dead to me. It wouldn't be one of those things where it's like, don't ever talk to me again. Don't ever reach the fuck out, and I'll do my best to do the same, you know? And so with that, I'm like, humility. It's a strange thing because I want to be humble. 
But at the same time, I'm not going to be one of these chump motherfuckers that I was being out here for you. You know, I ain't going to be a punk motherfucker where I do everything and yet it ain't good enough or you treat me like the rest of these niggas. Nah, fuck you. Die slow. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying the shit. That's a proud me, whatever. You know? I think two was, two was just be nice or be a, be a good person. Like I said, I can't stand good person. I don't like that. We're, we're all flawed. What is a good person? I'm going to do good. I'm going to do good deeds. Yes. But and I hope my good outweighs my bad. But there's still flaws within me. I'm not. What are you talking about? You know, I like to be nicer to people. That's one. You know, be nice. It sounds so simple. Be nice. You know what I mean? And yet. You like, you know, the, the nice guys finish last. People people take advantage of that. You know what I mean? I had someone say, like, you 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 don't understand. Women love an asshole. No the fuck they don't. In the day it's still a fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> I don't know if I use it as a pun, but I'm just like I'm trying to not be that guy no more. You know? Um, taking some steps. I'm, I'm writing. Um, gonna put out a book eventually. It's coming. Talk to my homegirl who's been a very good influence. And, you know, she's like, you, you gotta give me like 50 poems. Like, you fucking crazy. You get like 25. And now you just prolong the process. But still, once the completion is all it should be worried about. You know what I mean? Went to church on Sunday and wrote out my list. Peter was talking about believing in God and really believing. You know, taking action, coming to him more, putting him first and believing that it will work, that blind faith. And I know it's going to work for me, you know. So even with the humility I'm trying to show, I know I'm a, I'm a bad motherfucker. Shit turns around. I'm a motherfucker that, yes, I do have a gambling addiction. I'm a motherfucker that turned $20 into five G's off one hand of poker. I know, unbelievable. Funniest thing, man, when I was with my... Cause I lived in Vegas. No, I was with my, uh, well, she's not my wife no more, but I was with girlfriend at the time. We're living in Vegas, and yeah, I love Mar Marcus. Love playing some poker. You know what I mean? I go to poker room, bullshit, drink, you know, what have you. And this day, you know, uh, she gives me twenty dollars for gas. She said, "Go spend it on gas. Don't go to the casino. Don't go to the casino." I'm like, "It's twenty fucking dollars, man. What the fuck I'm gonna do at the casino?" $20 would play one hand of blackjack. I'm not a damn degenerate. You know what I mean? So she go to work. Mwah. Guess you have a good day. All right. Soon as she left. Mm, yeah, I'm at the casino. Yeah, I ain't shit. I'm at the casino. I go to the poker room. Go to the poker room. You know, my name gets called. You write your name down. You know, there's anybody play poker. I play two, four, hold them. Two, four, hold them. Put $2 on the small blind. Well, you put $1 on the small blind, $2 on the big. And then it goes $2 on the flop, $4 on the turn, $4 on the river. That's each card. I ain't going to explain the whole damn game. If you don't know it, you don't get it, whatever. So I'm sitting down. Actually, I'm not even sitting down. I get my name gets called. I have a choice of two tables to go to. Look at the first table. and eh, not too many of my friends there. Go to the second table. Bam, I sit down. Now, reason I bring up small blind, big blind, because here I am in the big blind. This is the first hand dealt to me. Put my $2 down. Get my hand, flip it over, 
ace jack of hearts reason it's so important because they have a board and it's a progressive board where each royal flush is worth some money now royal flush is ace jack king ten queen all of the same suit so with that being said hearts were worth five grand a heart royal flush was worth five grand now this is the first hand dealt to me ace jack of hearts the flop comes that's the first three cards that you get to see first three cards 10 queen hearts there's like a six thrown in there of spades or something and that's when you look at your hand you like this ain't shit gonna happen this ain't gonna happen you i'm sitting there like man i ain't gonna get my hopes up shit i put my bed out guy head bets in front of me put my two dollars okay let's call yeah, just go ahead, break my motherfucking heart, give me a two on the turn or what have you. No. King hearts on the turn. Bam. Royal flush. Five grand. Five grand. And I will tell you, when you win five grand, it ain't a lot of money. One, I've learned that. That ain't a lot of money. Two, no one believe you. That's obvious. Three. People will get mad at you what you did for your money. Like if you didn't take the choice, take the risk, and you put the five, and you you took twenty dollars and turned to five grand, and people will still have something to say. With that being something to say, I called my girl me that day. Now a lot of friends was like, I wouldn't have told her shit. Yeah, I got a big mouth. I just want five grand. I'm excited. Who the fuck I'ma tell? First, I tell her it was her twenty dollars. She gave me twenty dollars for gas. I turned that 20 into 5G, so I call her up, tell her what I did, tell her how I won. Now, with that, I say, yeah, I won 5Gs, but I tipped the dealer 500. You tipped the dealer $500? Man, I go to this place every day. You damn right, I tipped that dealer $500. When can you ever get $20 and turn it into five fucking grand? You let me know. You know what I'm saying? Shit, and I mean, five grand, let's go $20, five grand in little less than 20 minutes. Less than 20 minutes. You show me that. You show me. I sign up where I can get that, get that kind of payout, that kind of payback. So, bam. Got her taken care of. She believes I put $1,000 in her account. There you go. Boom. Day well done. Now, let me do the other right thing. Call my mom up. People that know my mom, y'all making jokes. You know, like he still borrows $20 from his mom. Yes, the fuck I do. Goddamn right. All right. Told you. Trying to learn some humility. Not had the money. Do I need to go out when I don't have the money? Anyway, call my mom. I would say, yo, mom, I want some money. At the, want some money at the poker room. Want to give you some money. Oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay because I need my address. I need your address so I can give you some money. No, don't worry about it. You keep it. If you want something, pay it off a bill. Da, 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 da. I don't need $100. Mama want five grand. My address is 633. Yeah, I give you some fucking... Wouldn't be calling you. I know you don't need $100. Shit. Bam. Put 1000 in my mom's account. Now I'm down to three. Pay off a little credit card. I think I bought bought my mom a purse. You know, which she didn't fucking like. Go figure. Women in purses. She's like, I like the zippers on the side. They just don't have them. Like, goddamn. Take the purse. Wear the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a coach purse. It was brown. Leather brown. Very nice. Elegant purse, in my opinion. And I work for coach, so I got a discount. With that, on that day, here's even the funniest shit. So, being that I wouldn't spend money, I won five grand. Gave my girls G. 
give her my debit card so I wouldn't go use any more money. Took out my cash, whatever. I said my day off. I went right back to the poker room. Then I realized I still ain't got no fucking gas. But you best believe I went right back to the poker room. <laughs> I think I ended up losing like $80, whatever the case. See my boy later do some comedy. I just told him, hey, you're going to bleed this shit. I don't have my debit card, but I want five grand. I'll get you back the next day. <laughs> So here it is. I do some comedy that day. It was a beautiful day. And on that day, proposed to my girl. Shit can't get any better. Make this day fully complete. Proposed to my girl, which as I'm getting on one knee or about to make this proposal, she says to me, are you drunk? I'm like, no? Shit. Could you not interrupt this beautiful moment? I mean, I've been drinking. Yeah, but I ain't drunk. But the buzz is good. Shit. So bam, I make that happen took care of that all in one day so you can't tell me that you know miracles or some whatever you want to call it some chance luck can't happen to me won't happen to me because we're just talking about a, a little bit of effort of going to the casino and a little bit of effort sitting down and a little bit of this a little bit of chance a little bit of risk so i know when i really put my heart and soul into something it ain't, it's going to manifest. It's going to turn to something, you know? And it's just unfortunate. I got to realize I don't need formulas to make this happen. Because I thought, yo, I need, a, I, need a, I need a woman. I need some drugs. I need this to fuel me. I need this and, you know, I need, I need some pussy to, to get me up in the morning so I could want to go do these things. I need a motivational factor. Well, all that's gone. I got a different motivational factor now. And that's by myself. It's a beautiful thing to maybe at this prop time to really get to know me. I don't like what I did over this weekend, but that shit needed to happen. I wasn't saying you're dead to me because she's a fucking horrible person, which at times I think she is. I was saying it because you know what? I'm fucking horrible trying to be with you. And I'm fucking horrible to myself being with you. And it's little claims like that. I'm fucking horrible to myself when I need drugs. I'm fucking horrible to myself when I use drugs. You know, I've always looked for this drastic bottom line and this epiphany to where maybe I'm just getting my ass kicked, beating the dirt type shit, but ain't nobody gonna whoop my motherfucking ass. Fuck y'all, I'm likable. <laughs> Laugh you won't, I'm a motherfucking likable person, shit. Ain't nobody's gonna whoop my ass. It would have happened plenty of times by now. Sure, there's some people that want to. You know what I mean? i never forget, man. We was leaving this club, right? And one of my last fights. Leaving this club. I'm with my girl. She's with her sister and her brother-in-law. Now, her sister dances with a gentleman. The gentleman is dancing kind of seductive or suggestive. Seductive. What the fuck am I doing? I'm watching this nigga like I'm turned on. No, suggestive. We're going to scratch seductive. I would edit the shit, but I don't know how. Suggestive, whatever. Rolled up on this girl in a disrespectful manner. Now, they almost get into it in the club, but they don't. When we get out the club, now they are. Now there they are waiting. Three of us to us two. And really us one. Because I don't really fucking fight. And I don't want to fight. But I could also see as we got closer to the situation, the dude didn't really want to fight. Put my hands on him like, hey, back the fuck up. Ain't nobody fighting. You know, I'm trying to just... Resolve the situation. My boy comes around. Brother-in-law comes around. 
bam, he sucker punches him. Now I got to blast you. And I fucking did. And it felt good seeing his ass roll to the middle of the road. And that's just who the fuck I am. Ain't nobody going to attack me. Ain't nobody going to hurt me. And I'm done hurting myself. And I'm at work. Man, this shit a little quick. But y'all, man, attack today. Attack them issues. And know that you one bad motherfucker. End of the day, you one bad motherfucker because shit ain't nothing broke you yet. You here. You woke up. Sun is shining. It ain't like it was yesterday. And maybe the moments, maybe the, the memories still hurt like a motherfucker. But hold on to them. Hold on to the good and the bad. That's how you can remember what you are capable of. What you can take. What you can handle. Shit. I don't care what it is. You could be the best high in the world. With the ultimate low. But you survived ultimate low. Ultimate low. Just got to continue to have good highs. Continue to stay clean, sober, and have great people in your life. Even if ain't no one is in your life. And you be the greatest person to yourself in your life. Have a very good day, y'all. And I will holla at you when I holla at you. What's happening? Episode, we'll call this 19. I know I've, I've skipped days this week. For my listeners out there, I've skipped. I don't think I've said anything. I tried to work on something Friday. It was interrupted. And yeah. So hopefully no interruptions today. It should be a good one. It should be a long one. Um, it's been, what? It's Tuesday. So it's got four days to cover. And with that, let's get to it. I love my pauses. I think I'm going to say something really deep. And I hope that y'all hanging on like, what's he about to get into today? And I'll be like, what am I about to get into today? Word for the day is humility, though. Word for the day, action of the day, thought for the day is humility. It's something that I'm trying to understand, something I'm trying to work on, something that I'm trying to grasp. I don't know how to be humble. First and foremost, one of the reasons is because me being proud or boastful or um, the opposite, whatever the opposite of humble is, whatever the opposite of humility, it has worked for me. You know, um, I'm an athlete. First and foremost, that's what I started out. That's not who I am. That's what I did. I played ball. And I play ball like everything I do in life. I attack it with passion, anger. Um, you know, sometimes I envy, you know, envy that. Because when I was growing up playing ball, I didn't really have that father figure. I didn't have a father around to watch me play. I didn't have a father, you know... Um, be there, get me coaching, do all that you can to make sure I was the best that I could be, you know. So when I saw people with these opportunities and these advantages, I wanted to embarrass them. You know, you see coaches, sons, I wanted to make them feel like shit when we play together. That I didn't need any of that. I didn't need no support. I'm a bad motherfucker, and I'm going to show you I'm a bad motherfucker. You know, so... This persona or facade I was putting out, it overtook humility, you know, and just living with a chip on my shoulder to this day, most likely. I still live with a chip on my shoulder and, you know, so that chip has 
drove me. You know, I actually had a conversation with my mom. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, because our relationship is all over the place. You know, um, maybe I am bipolar. I have no idea. I just look at it. I'm me. Something makes me really angry. I'm going to be really angry. Something makes me really happy. I'm going to be overjoyed. Like, I don't do anything half-assed. You know, I go all in or I don't do it at all. Unfortunately, though, with that type of um, behavior, I've done a lot of not do it at all because I don't want to go all in. Scared of the results or scared that, you know, it may not work out. Scared maybe that I may be humbled. Maybe that is my biggest fear. I may be humbled that I've done everything and it didn't heed the result because either I'm not that good or there's something or someone out there better. So if you don't try at all, you just left with wonder. And, you know, I've talked to her. I said, you know, what, what is it to be humble? And first things first, she explained. Well, first things you got to realize can't do everything. You know, you cannot think that you can, you know, at some point you can't like for me, examples like I want to be a father. I want to be a successful comedian. I want to have this podcast be successful. I want to be a writer. I want to be in a relationship. I want to love that person. I want to love my child. I want to provide. I want to do all these things. But it takes small steps and knowing that you can't do everything. And knowing that if you get this one thing, it's going to take from that one thing. And if you spread yourself out everywhere, you, you know, you'll grow tired. You'll be thin. You'll, grow, you'll spread yourself thin, so to speak. You know, and with that be said, you know, over this past weekend that, it, that occurred, you know, I, I, I gave up on the relationship that I had. I was tired, you know, and something about... Um, there's something about like I, I'm sorry I'm like if I don't get what I want what's the point of being in the shit and when you're not getting met even halfway at least my feelings at least my thoughts whatever the case may be I had my blow up my blowout. I was like you're dead to me fuck you blah blah yeah I went all the way out you know what I'm saying 10 to 15 messages of, of what the fuck is the point of all this shit you know what I'm saying I don't regret it it needed to be that final, like, I, I just threw everything up. It needed to be that, like, I, I don't mind my outbursts because I'm looking for clarity in the shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I just kept throwing fits and not trying to change and not trying to do something different, then it's just a fit. My outbursts, hey, it gave me clarity. I'm, I'm happier today. Will I miss this person? Hell yeah, I love him like a motherfucker. And, like, as far as realizing you can't do everything, she is one person that... I didn't realize I can't do these things. I didn't realize that, you know, and it's funny because I was telling mom, I'm a fucking intelligent person, but I acted stupidly with her. You know, love will have you stupid sometimes to where I thought, oh, you know what? I could get to my bills when I get to my bills, but I'm always going to make sure my woman's good. But at the same time, if that's your woman, she's going to make sure you're good too and take care of herself and at the same time, help you get better. You know, we all have tactics. And that's the sad thing. We have tactics when it comes to relationships. And as I'm, you know, being around other people and, and seeing other how relationships works, it shouldn't we shouldn't be so tactical in the way we want people to change or the way we want people to see us. It shouldn't come as if 
you know what, this is a new angle or a new plan of action I'm going to take to get this person to do what I want them to do. You know, we should be rid of that shit. We should be able to, as people, do what we need to do and then come together to maintain a healthy relationship. You know, a lot of times you have um, people be consumed with that person holding on so tight that it's like, you know, I want to give them everything so they know that I'm here. Or people have that, I'm, I'm going to distance myself so they come closer and try to act like it shouldn't be that. This shit should be natural. Uh, avid, uh, uh, avid flow. I don't even know if avid is the right word. I think I heard that shit on a movie or something. But it should just be natural. You shouldn't feel like shit while you're going through something with somebody. Or you shouldn't feel like shit in relationship. Granted, things come up. Yes. But there should be a way to work out um, the situation when it does come up. It shouldn't be one person handling everything while the other person is taking advantage of how the other person handles it. You know, it shouldn't be you figure you out. And I'll be over here waiting for you to figure you out. Me figure me out what the fuck I need you for then. Get the fuck on. Like, if you don't want to be part of the solution, and I'm not saying maybe you're part of the problem. I thought it in this sense because I'm like, I'm worried about you, stressed about you. I don't need to do that. You know, I need to say everything I need to say. But it was one of those things that final like, hey, fuck you, you dead to me. It wouldn't be one of those things where it's like, don't ever talk to me again. Don't ever reach the fuck out and I'll do my best to do the same, you know. And so with that, I'm like humility. It's a strange thing because I want to be humble. But at the same time, I'm not going to be one of these chump motherfuckers that I was being out here for you. You know, I ain't going to be a punk motherfucker where I do everything and yet it ain't good enough. Or you treat me like the rest of these niggas. Nah, fuck you. Die slow. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm saying the shit. That's a proud me, whatever. You know, I think two was two was just be nicer, be a be a good person. Like I said, I can't stand a good person. I don't like that. We're we're all flawed. What is a good person? I'm gonna do good, I'm gonna do good deeds, yes. But and I hope my good outweighs my bad, but there's still flaws within me. I'm not what are you talking about? You know, I like to be nicer to people. That's one. You know, be nice. It sounds so simple. Be nice. You know what I mean? And yet. You like, you know, the, the nice guys finish last. People people take advantage of that. You know what I mean? I had someone say, like, you 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 don't understand. Women love an asshole. No the fuck they don't. In the day it's still a fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> I don't know if I use it as a pun, but I'm just like I'm trying to not be that guy no more. You know? Um, taking some steps. I'm I'm writing. Um, gonna put out a book eventually. It's coming. Talk to my homegirl who's been a very good influence, and you know she's like, you, you got to give me like fifty poems. Like, you fucking crazy. You get like twenty five, and now you just prolong the process. But still, once the completion is all, it should be worried about. You know what I mean? Went to church on Sunday and wrote out my list. Peter was talking about believing in God and really believing. You know, taking action, coming to him more, putting him first, 
and believing that it will work, that blind faith. And I know it's going to work for me. You know? So, even with the humility I'm trying to show, I know I'm a, I'm a bad motherfucker. Shit turns around. I'm a motherfucker that, yes, I do have a gambling addiction. I'm a motherfucker that turned $20 into five Gs off one hand of poker. I know, unbelievable. Funniest thing, man, when I was with my, because I lived in Vegas. No, I was with my, uh, well, she's not my wife no more, but I was with girlfriend at the time. We're living in Vegas, and yeah, I love, Mar- Marcus love playing some poker. You know what I mean? I go to poker room, bullshit, drink, you know, what have you. And this day, you know, uh, she gives me $20 for gas. She said, go spend it on gas. Don't go to the casino. Don't go to the casino. I'm like, it's 20 fucking dollars, man. What the fuck I'm going to do at the casino? $20 would play one hand of blackjack. I'm not a damn degenerate. You know what I mean? So she go to work. Mwah. Guess you have a good day. All right. Soon as she left. Mm. Yeah, I'm at the casino. Yeah, I ain't shit. I'm at the casino. I go to the poker room. Go to the poker room, you know. My name gets called. You write your name down, you know. This Anybody play poker, I play 2-4 hold'em. 2-4 hold'em. Put $2 on the small blind. Well, you put $1 on the small blind, $2 on the big, and then it goes $2 on the flop, $4 on the turn, $4 on the river. That's each card. I ain't gonna explain the whole damn game. You don't know it, you don't get it, whatever. So I'm sitting down. Actually, I'm not even sitting down. I get my name gets called. I have a choice of two tables to go to. Look at the first table, and eh, not too many of my friends there. Go to the second table, bam, I sit down. Now, reason I bring up small blind, big blind, because here I am in the big blind. This is the first hand dealt to me. Put my $2 down, get my hand, flip it over. Ace, jack of hearts. Reason it's so important because they have a board. And it's a progressive board where each royal flush is worth some money. Now, royal flush is ace, jack, king, ten, queen, all of the same suit. So with that being said, hearts were worth five grand. A heart royal flush was worth five grand. Now, this is the first hand dealt to me, ace, jack of hearts. The flop comes. That's the first three cards that you get to see. First three cards, ten, queen, hearts. There's like a six thrown in there, of spades or something. And that's when you look at your hand, you like, this ain't shit going to happen. This ain't going to happen. You know, I'm sitting there like, man, I ain't going to get my hopes up. Shit, I put my bet out. Guy head bets in front of me. Put my $2. Okay, let's call. Yeah, just go ahead. Break my motherfucking heart. Give me a two on the turn or what have you. No. King hearts on the turn. Bam. Royal flush. Five grand. Five grand. And I will tell you, when you win five grand, it ain't a lot of money. One, I've learned that. That ain't a lot of money. Two, no one believe you. That's obvious. Three, people will get mad at you what you did for your money. Like if you didn't take the choice, take the risk, and you put the five, and you you took $20 to turn to five grand, and people will still have something to say. With that being something to say, I called my girl me that day. Now, a lot of friends is like, I wouldn't have told her shit. Yeah, I got a big mouth. I just want five grand. I'm excited. Who the fuck I'm going to tell? First, I tell her. It was her $20. She gave me $20 for gas. I turned that 20 into 5G. So I call her up, tell her what I did, tell her how I won. Now, with that, I say, yeah, I want 5Gs, but I tip the dealer $500. You tip the dealer $500? How did I? Man, 
I go to this place every day. You damn right, I took that deal at $500. When can you ever get $20 and turn it into five fucking grand? You let me know. You know what I'm saying? Shit, and I mean, five grand, let's go $20, five grand in little, less than 20 minutes. Less than 20 minutes. You show me that. You show me, I sign up where I can get that, get that kind of payout, that kind of payback. So, bam, got her taken care of. She believes I put $1,000 in her account. There you go, boom. Day well done. Now, let me do the other right thing. Call my mom up. People that know my mom, y'all making jokes, you know, like he still borrows $20 from his mom. Yes, the fuck I do. Goddamn right. All right. Told you. Trying to learn some humility. Not had the money. Do I need to go out when I don't have the money? Anyway, call my mom. I would say, yo, mom, I want some money at the, want some money at the poker room. Want to give you some money. Oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay because I need my address. I need your address so I can give you some money. No, don't worry about it. You keep it. If you want something, pay it off a bill. Da 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 da. I don't need a hundred dollars. Mama want five grand. My address is six three three. Yeah, think I give you some fucking. Wouldn't be calling you. I know you don't need a hundred dollars. Shit. Bam. Put thousand in my mom's account. Now I'm down to three. Pay off a little credit card. I think I bought. He bought my mom a purse, you know, which she didn't fucking like. Go figure. Women in purses. She's like, I like the zippers on the side. They just gonna have them. Like, goddamn. Take the purse, wear the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a coach purse. It was brown, leather brown. Very nice, elegant purse, in my opinion. And I work for coach, so I got a discount. With that, on that day, here's even the funniest shit. So, being that I wouldn't spend money, I won five grand. Give my girls G. Give her my debit card so I wouldn't go use any more money. Took out my cash, whatever. I said my day off. I went right back to the poker room. Then I realized I still ain't got no fucking gas. But you best believe I went right back to the poker room. <laughs> I think I ended up losing like $80, whatever the case. See my boy later do some comedy. I just told him, hey, you ain't gonna believe this shit. I don't have my debit card, but I want five grand. I'll get you back the next day. <laughs> Here it is. I do some comedy that day. It was a beautiful day. And on that day, proposed to my girl. Shit can't get any better. Make this day fully complete. Proposed to my girl, which as I'm getting on one knee or about to make this proposal, she says to me, are you drunk? I'm like, no? Shit. Could you not interrupt this beautiful moment? I mean, I've been drinking. Yeah, but I ain't drunk. But the buzz is good. Shit. So, bam, I make that happen took care of that all in one day so you can't tell me that you know miracles or some whatever you want to call it some chance luck can't happen to me won't happen to me because we're just talking about a, a little bit of effort of going to the casino and a little bit of effort sitting down and a little bit of this a little bit of chance a little bit of risk so I know when I really put my heart and soul into something it ain't, it's going to manifest. It's going to turn to something, you know? And it's just unfortunate. I got to realize I don't need formulas to make this happen. Because I thought, yo, I need, a, I, need a, I need a woman. I need some drugs. I need this to fuel me. I need this and, you know, I need, I need some pussy to, to get me up in the morning so I could want to go do these things. I need a motivational factor. Well, all that's gone. I got a different motivation, motivational factor now. And that's by myself. 
it's a beautiful thing to maybe at this prop time to really get to know me. I don't like what I did over this weekend, but that shit needed to happen. I wasn't saying you're dead to me because she's a fucking horrible person, which at times I think she is. I was saying it because you know what? I'm fucking horrible trying to be with you. And I'm fucking horrible to myself being with you. And it's little claims like that. I'm fucking horrible to myself when I need drugs. I'm fucking horrible to myself when I use drugs. You know, I've always looked for this drastic bottom line and this epiphany to where maybe I'm just getting my ass kicked, beating the dirt type shit. But ain't nobody gonna whoop my motherfucking ass. Fuck y'all, I'm likable. <laughs> Laugh you won't. I'm a motherfucking likable person. Shit, ain't nobody's gonna whoop my ass. It would have happened plenty of times by now. Sure, there's some people that want to. You know what I mean? I never forget, man. We was leaving this club, right? And one of my last fights, leaving this club. I'm with my girl. She's with her sister and her brother-in-law. Now, her sister dances with a gentleman. The gentleman is dancing kind of seductive or suggestive. Seductive. What the fuck am I doing? I'm watching this nigga like I'm turned on. No, suggestive. We're going to scratch seductive. I would edit the shit, but I don't know how. Suggestive, whatever. Rolled up on this girl in a disrespectful manner. Now, they almost get into it in the club, but they don't. When we get out the club, now they are. Now there they are waiting. Three of us to us two. And really us one. Because I don't really fucking fight. And I don't want to fight. But I could also see as we got closer to the situation, the dude didn't really want to fight. Put my hands on him like, hey, back the fuck up. Ain't nobody fighting. You know, I'm trying to just... Resolve the situation. My boy comes around. Brother-in-law comes around. Bam, he sucker punches him. Now I got to blast you. And I fucking did. And it felt good seeing his ass roll to the middle of the road. And that's just who the fuck I am. Ain't nobody going to attack me. Ain't nobody going to hurt me. And I'm done hurting myself. And I'm at work. Man, this shit a little quick. But y'all, man, attack today. Attack them issues and know that you want bad motherfucker. End of the day, you want bad motherfucker because shit ain't nothing broke you yet. You here. You woke up. Sun is shining. It ain't like it was yesterday. And maybe the moments, maybe the, the memories still hurt like a motherfucker. But hold on to them. Hold on to the good and the bad. That's how you can remember what you are capable of. What you can take. What you can handle. Shit, I don't care what it is. You could be the best high in the world with the ultimate low. But you survive the ultimate low. Ultimate low. Just got to continue to have good highs. Continue to stay clean, sober, and have great people in your life. Even if ain't no one is in your life. And you be the greatest person to yourself in your life. Have a very good day, y'all. And I will holler at you when I holler at you. What's happening? Episode, we call this 19. I know I've, I've skipped days this week for my listeners out there. I've skipped. I don't think I've said anything. I tried to work on something Friday and was interrupted. And yeah. So hopefully no interruptions today. It should be a good one. It should be a long one. Um, it's been what? It's Tuesday. So it's got four days to cover. And... With that, let's get to it. I love my pauses.
I think I'm going to say something really deep and I hope that y'all hang it on like, what's he about to get into today? And I'll be like, what am I about to get into today? Word for the day is humility, though. Word for the day, action of the day, thought for the day is humility. It's something that I'm trying to understand, something I'm trying to work on, something that I'm trying to grasp. I don't know how to be humble. First and foremost, one of the reasons is because me being proud or boastful or um, the opposite, whatever the opposite of humble is, whatever the opposite of humility, it has worked for me. You know, um, I'm an athlete, first and foremost. That's what I started out. That's not who I am. That's what I did. I played ball. And I played ball like everything I do in life. I attack it with passion anger um you know sometimes i envy you know envy that because when i was growing up playing ball i didn't really have that father figure i didn't have a father around to watch me play i didn't have a father you know um be there get me coaching do all that you can to make sure i was the best that i could be you know so when i saw people with these opportunities and these advantages I wanted to embarrass them. You know, you see coaches' sons. I wanted to make them feel like shit when we play together. That I didn't need any of that. I didn't need no support. I'm a bad motherfucker. And I'm going to show you I'm a bad motherfucker. You know, so this persona or facade I was putting out, it overtook humility. You know, and just living with a chip on my shoulder. To this day, most likely, I still live with a chip on my shoulder and, you know, so that chip has drove me. You know, I actually had a conversation with my mom, I'm like, OK, fine, you know, because our relationship is all over the place. You know, um, maybe I am bipolar. I have no idea. I just look at it. I'm me. Some makes me really angry. I'm going to be really angry. Some makes me really happy. I'm going to be overjoyed. Like, I don't do anything half assed you know, I go all in or I don't do it at all. Unfortunately, though, with that type of um, behavior, I've done a lot of not do it at all because I don't want to go all in. Scared of the results or scared that, you know, it may not work out. Scared maybe that I may be humbled. Maybe that is my biggest fear. I may be humbled that I've done everything and it didn't heed the result because either I'm not that good or there's something or someone out there better. So if you don't try at all, you're just left with wonder. And, you know, I've talked to her. I said, you know, what, what is it to be humble? And first things first, she explained. Well, first things, you got to realize, can't do everything. You know, you cannot think that you can... You know, at some point, you can't, like for me, examples, like I want to be a father, I want to be a successful comedian, I want to have this podcast be successful, I want to be a writer, I want to be in a relationship, I want to love that person, I want to love my child, I want to provide, I want to do all these things. But it takes small steps and knowing that you can't do everything and knowing that if you get this one thing, it's going to take from that one thing. And if you spread yourself out, Everywhere, you, you know, you'll grow tired. You'll be thin. You'll, grow, you'll spread yourself thin, so to speak. You know, and with that be said, you know, over this past weekend that it that occurred, you know, I, I 
I gave up on the relationship that I had. I was tired, you know, and something about, um, just something about like, I'm sorry. I'm like, if I don't get what I want, what's the point of being in the shit? And when you're not getting met even halfway, at least my feelings, at least my thoughts, whatever the case may be, I had my blow up, my blowout. I was like, you're dead to me. Fuck you, blah, blah. Yeah, I went all the way out. You know what I'm saying? 10 to 15 messages of, of what the fuck is the point of all this shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't regret it. It needed to be that final. Like, I, I just threw everything up. It needed to be that. Like, I, I don't mind my outbursts because I'm looking for clarity in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, if I just kept throwing fits and not trying to change and not trying to do something different, then it's just a fit. My outburst, hey, it gave me clarity. I'm, I'm happier today. Will I miss this person? Hell yeah, I love him like a motherfucker. And like, as far as realizing you can't do everything, she was one person that I didn't realize I can't do these things. I didn't realize that, you know, and it's funny because I was telling mom, I'm a fucking intelligent person, but I acted stupidly with her. You know, love will have you stupid sometimes to where I thought, oh, you know what? I could get to my bills when I get to my bills, but I'm always gonna make sure my woman's good. But at the same time, if that's your woman, she's going to make sure you're good, too, and take care of herself. And at the same time, help you get better. You know, we all have tactics. And that's the sad thing. We have tactics when it comes to relationships. And as I'm, you know, being around other people and, and seeing other how relationships works, it shouldn't. We shouldn't be so tactical in the way we want people to change or the way we want people to see us. It shouldn't come as if, you know what, this is a new angle or a new plan of action I'm going to take to get this person to do what I want them to do. You know, we should be rid of that shit. We should be able to, as people, do what we need to do and then come together to maintain a healthy relationship. You know, a lot of times you have... Um, People be consumed with that person holding on so tight that it's like, you know, I want to give them everything so they know that I'm here. Or people have that, I'm, I'm going to distance myself so they come closer and try to act like it shouldn't be that. This shit should be natural. Uh, avid, uh, uh, avid flow. I don't even know if avid is the right word. I think I heard that shit on a movie or something. But it should just be natural. You shouldn't feel like shit while you're going through something with somebody. Or you shouldn't feel like shit in relationship. Granted, things come up, yes. But there should be a way to work out um, the situation when it does come up. It shouldn't be one person handling everything while the other person is taking advantage of how the other person handles it. You know, it shouldn't be you figure you out and I'll be over here waiting for you to figure you out. Me figure me out what the fuck I need you for then. Get the fuck on. Like... You don't want to be part of the solution. And I'm not saying maybe you're part of the problem. I thought it in this sense because I'm like, I'm worried about you, stressed about you. I don't need to do that. You know, I need to say everything I need to say. But it's one of those things that final like, hey, fuck you, you dead to me. It wouldn't be one of those things where it's like, don't ever talk to me again. Don't ever reach the fuck out and I'll do my best to do the same. You know. And so with that, I'm like humility. It's a strange thing because I want to be humble. But at the same time, I'm not going to be one of these chump motherfuckers that I was being out here for you. You know, I ain't going to be a punk motherfucker where 
I do everything and yet it ain't good enough or you treat me like the rest of these niggas. Nah, fuck you. Die slow. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm saying this shit. That's a proud me, whatever. You know? I think two was two was just be nicer, be a be a good person. Like I said, I can't stand a good person. I don't like that. We're we're all flawed. What is a good person? I'ma do good, I'ma do good deeds, yes. But and I hope my good outweighs my bad, but there's still flaws within me. I'm not, what are you talking about? You know, I like to be nicer to people. That's one. You know, be nice. It sounds so simple. Be nice. You know what I mean? And yet, you like, you know, the, the nice guys finish last. People, people take advantage of that. You know what I mean? I had someone say, like, you, you, you don't understand. Women love an asshole. No, the fuck they don't. In the day, it's still a fucking asshole. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I use it as a pun, but I'm just like, I'm trying to not be that guy no more. You know? Um, taking some steps, I'm, I'm writing. Um, gonna put out a book eventually. It's coming. Talk to my homegirl who's been a very good influence and you know, she's like, Yeah, you gotta give me like fifty poems. Like, you fucking crazy, you get like twenty-five. And now you just prolong the process. But still, once the completion is all it should be worried about. You know what I mean? Went to church on Sunday and wrote out my list. Peter was talking about believing in God and really believing. You know, taking action, coming to him more, putting him first, and believing that it will work, that blind faith. And I know it's going to work for me, you know? So even with the humility I'm trying to show, I know I'm a, I'm a bad motherfucker. Shit turns around. I'm the motherfucker that, yes, I do have a gambling addiction. I'm the motherfucker that turned $20 into five G's off one hand of poker. I know, unbelievable. Funniest thing, man, when I was with my, because I lived in Vegas. No, I was with my, uh, well, she's not my wife no more, but I was with girlfriend at the time. We're living in Vegas, and yeah, I love, Mar- Marcus love playing some poker. You know what I mean? I go to poker room, bullshit, drink, you know, what have you. And this day, you know, uh, she gives me $20 for gas. She said, go spend it on gas. Don't go to the casino. Don't go to the casino. I'm like, it's 20 fucking dollars, man. What the fuck I'm going to do at the casino? $20 would play one hand of blackjack. I'm not a damn degenerate. You know what I mean? So she go to work, mwah, guess you have a good day. All right. Soon as she left, vroom, yeah, I'm at the casino. Yeah, I ain't shit. I'm at the casino. I go to the poker room. Go to the poker room, you know. My name gets called. You write your name down, you know. This Anybody play poker, I play 2-4 hold'em. 2-4 hold'em. Put $2 on the small blind. Well, you put $1 on the small blind, $2 on the big, and then it goes $2 on the flop, $4 on the turn, $4 on the river. That's each card. I ain't gonna explain the whole damn game. You don't know it, you don't get it, whatever. So I'm sitting down. Actually, I'm not even sitting down. I get my name gets called. I have a choice of two tables to go to. Look at the first table, and eh, not too many of my friends there. Go to the second table, bam, I sit down. Now, the reason I bring up small blind, big blind, because here I am in the big blind. This is the first hand dealt to me. Put my $2 down, get my hand, flip it over. Ace, jack of hearts. Reason it's so important because they have a board 
And it's a progressive board where each royal flush is worth some money. Now, royal flush is ace, jack, king, ten, queen, all of the same suit. So with that being said, hearts were worth five grand. A heart royal flush was worth five grand. Now, this is the first hand dealt to me, ace, jack of hearts. The flop comes, that's the first three cards that you get to see. First three cards, 10 queen hearts. There's like a six thrown in there of spades or something. And that's when you look at your hand, you like, this ain't shit gonna happen. This ain't gonna happen. You know, I'm sitting there like, man, I ain't gonna get my hopes up, shit. I put my bet out, guy head bets in front of me, put my $2, okay, let's call. Yeah, just go ahead, break my motherfucking heart, give me a two on the turn or what have you. No, king hearts on the turn. Bam, royal flush, five grand. Five grand, and I will tell you, when you win five grand, it ain't a lot of money. One, I've learned that, that ain't a lot of money. Two, no one believe you, that's obvious. Three, people will get mad at you what you did for your money. Like if you didn't take the choice, take the risk, and you put the five, and you, you took $20 to turn to five grand, and people will still have something to say. With that being something to say, I called my girl me that day. Now, a lot of friends was like, I wouldn't have told her shit. Yeah, I got a big mouth. I just want five grand. I'm excited. Who the fuck I'm going to tell? First, I tell her. It was her $20. She gave me $20 for gas. I turned that 20 into 5G. So I call her up, tell her what I did, tell her how I won. Now, with that, I say, yeah, I want 5Gs, but I tipped the dealer 500 You tipped the dealer $500? How did I? Man... I go to this place every day. You damn right. I took that deal at $500. When can you ever get $20 and turn it into five fucking grand? You let me know. You know what I'm saying? Shit. And I mean, five grand. Let's go $20, five grand in little, less than 20 minutes. Less than 20 minutes. You show me that. You show me. I sign up where I can get that, get that kind of payout, that kind of payback. So, bam. Got her taken care of. She believes I put $1,000 in her account. There you go. Boom. Day well done. Now, let me do the other right thing. Call my mom up. People that know my mom, y'all making jokes, you know, like he still borrows $20 from his mom. Yes, the fuck I do. Goddamn right. All right. Told you. Trying to learn some humility. Not had the money. Do I need to go out when I don't have the money? Anyway, call my mom up and say, yo, mom, I want some money at the, want some money at the poker room. Want to give you some money. Oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay because I need my address. I need your address so I can give you some money. No, don't worry about it. You keep it. If you want something, pay it off a bill. Da 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 da. I don't need $100. Mama want five grand. My address is 633. Yeah. I'll give you some fucking. Wouldn't be calling you. I know you don't need $100. Shit. Bam. Put thousand in my mom's account. Now I'm down to three. Pay off a little credit card. I think I bought. He bought my mom a purse, you know, which she didn't fucking like. Go figure. Women in purses. She's like, I like the zippers on the side. They just don't have them. Like, goddamn. Take the purse, wear the shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a coach purse. It was brown, leather brown. Very nice, elegant purse, in my opinion. And I work for coach, so I got a discount. With that, on that day, here's even the funniest shit. So, being that I wouldn't spend money, I won five grand. Give my girls G. Give her my debit card so I wouldn't go use any more money. Took out my cash, whatever. I said my day off. 
I went right back to the poker room. Then I realized I still ain't got no fucking gas. But you best believe I went right back to the poker room. <laughs> I think I ended up losing like $80, whatever the case. See my boy later do some comedy. I just told him, man, you're going to believe this shit. I don't have my debit card, but I want five grand. I'll get you back the next day. <laughs> so here it is. I do some comedy that day. It was a beautiful day. And on that day, proposed to my girl. Shit can't get any better. Make this day fully complete. Proposed to my girl, which as I'm getting on one knee or about to make this proposal, she says to me, are you drunk? I'm like, no, shit. That could you not interrupt this beautiful moment? I mean, I've been drinking, yeah, but I ain't drunk, but the buzz is good, shit. So bam, I make that happen. Took care of that. All in one day. So you can't tell me that, you know, miracles or some whatever you want to call it, some chance, luck, can't happen to me. Won't happen to me. Because we're just talking about a, a little bit of effort of going to the casino and a little bit of effort sitting down and a little bit of this, a little bit of chance, a little bit of risk. So I know when I really put my heart and soul into something, it ain't, it's going to manifest. It's going to turn to something, you know, and it's just unfortunate. I got to realize I don't need formulas to make this happen because I thought, yo, I need a, I need a, I need a woman. I need some drugs. I need this to fuel me. I need this and, you know, I need I need some pussy to, to get me up in the morning so I could want to go do these things. I need a motivational factor. Well, all that's gone. I got a different motivation, motivational factor now. And that's by myself. It's a beautiful thing to maybe at this prop time to really get to know me. I don't like what I did over this weekend, but that shit needed to happen. I wasn't saying you're dead to me because she's a fucking horrible person, which at times I think she is. I was saying it because you know what? I'm fucking horrible trying to be with you. And I'm fucking horrible to myself being with you. And it's little claims like that. I'm fucking horrible to myself when I need drugs. I'm fucking horrible to myself when I use drugs. You know, I've always looked for this drastic bottom line and this epiphany to where maybe I'm just getting my ass kicked, beating the dirt type shit, but ain't nobody gonna whoop my motherfucking ass. Fuck y'all, I'm likable. <laughs> Laugh you won't, I'm a motherfucking likable person, shit. Ain't nobody's gonna whoop my ass. It would've happened plenty of times by now. Sure there's some people that want to, you know what I mean? I never forget, man, we was leaving this club, right? And one of my last fights, leaving this club, I'm with my girl. She's with her sister and her brother-in-law. Now, her sister dances with a gentleman. The gentleman is dancing kind of seductive or suggestive. Seductive. What the fuck am I doing? I'm watching this nigga like I'm turned on. No, suggestive. We're going to scratch seductive. I would edit the shit, but I don't know how. Suggestive, whatever. Rolled up on this girl in a disrespectful manner. Now, they almost get into it in the club, but they don't. When we get out the club... Now they are, now there they are waiting. Three of us to us two. And really us one. Because I don't really fucking fight. And I don't want to fight. But I could also see as we got closer to the situation, the dude didn't really want to fight. Put my hands on him like, hey, back the fuck up. Ain't nobody fighting. You know, I'm trying to just resolve the situation. My boy comes around. Brother-in-law comes around. Bam, he sucker punches him. Now I got to blast you. And I fucking did. 
and it felt good seeing his ass roll to the middle of the road. And that's just who the fuck I am. Ain't nobody gonna attack me, ain't nobody gonna hurt me. And I'm done hurting myself. And I'm at work. Man, this shit a little quick, but y'all, man, attack today. Attack them issues. And know that you one bad motherfucker. End of the day, you one bad motherfucker because shit ain't nothing broke you yet. You here. You woke up, sun is shining. It ain't like it was yesterday. And maybe the moments, maybe the, the memories still hurt like a motherfucker. But hold on to them. Hold on to the good and the bad. That's how you can remember what you are capable of. What you can take. What you can handle. Shit. I don't care what it is. You can be the best high in the world. With the ultimate low. But you survive the ultimate low. Ultimate low. Just got to continue to have good highs. Continue to stay clean, sober, and have great people in your life. Even if ain't no one is in your life. And you be the greatest person to yourself in your life. Have a very good day, y'all, and I will holla at you when I holla at you.